With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Highlanders, this Super Rugby Pacific campaign. This is Super South on Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Superman, the Highlanders. We are going down to the deep south now. A very proud Super Rugby team they are. They have won a title, don't forget that. I'll always remember standing in the tunnel at halftime when Aaron Smith led his charge out, screaming at them, saying, they say we can't do it. They say we can't do it. And they came from fourth to first, and they climbed to the top of the mountain, I think Daniel McCarty said, and they won their title. Joining us now, one of the best to do it from the Deep South. He had 82 games for Otago, 44 for the Highlanders, 41 for South Canterbury, 76 for Edinburgh, and 20 test matches for Scotland. Here's the great man known as Buffer, Brendan Chainsaw Laney. Buff, welcome in. Steffi, how are you, mate? I'm fired up. I'm fired up because I do like the Highlanders, mate. I like the Highlanders. Oh, look, it's just um, it's going to be a really interesting start to the season for for all teams, but especially the Highlanders. I think they've uh, the, themselves. They'll probably say it's been a, a reasonably successful preseason. I know you can't look too far into the preseason, but they'll be really happy with where they sit and. Um, and they'll be really looking forward to to getting into that first game and and um, getting that one under their belt. So uh, you know, I'm really excited too, mate. I'm excited for Super Rugby in general. Mm. I'm just looking forward to forward to watching some of these young guys coming through and and just how the teams have replaced some of the inexperienced or experienced guys that they've they've lost with uh, a bit of inexperience, so, uh, which is very exciting. Yeah, you can always frank that when they head over the Crusaders preseason. They won 41-14, uh, and I know it wasn't the Crusaders' top side and it was close to the Highlanders' one, but just for your mental side of the game, Buff, the Highlanders are unbeaten in preseason. You'd much rather be that, whoever the opposition was, than having two blobs against your name going into round one. It's good for your mental side of the game. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, you know, the guys themselves will feel good. Um, look, they, that, that pre-season stuff, it's, it's, she's hard yakka. The, they, they work pretty damn hard. Um, the boys are working their tails off pre-Christmas. They've come back after Christmas. They've had a bit of a break. And um, and then they start getting into some real rugby stuff. And, and of course, those first couple of games, I remember them myself, you, you're pretty nervous before them because you hadn't played for a while. And, and uh, you know the grounds are hard. It was stinking hot, and and here you are against um, the, the Crusaders or, or someone like that. And it, it was a tough, tough couple of weeks. And um, you know they'll be wrapped with where they're at. And like you said, you can't you can't take a whole heap out of 
out of the results, you know, the win or loss, but certainly they'll be uh, pretty happy with the way they've they've got the game going. And, and they've put some guys in some different positions. You know, I was looking at Sam Gilbert's been playing a lot of 12, which is probably not a, a position he's played a lot of super rugby level-wise. Um, they've got Reese Patchell in there, a team coming from Wales, which is exciting for them. Um, so there's there's a few things just even just in the back line that I'll be wrapped up those guys into those positions and give them a run. The Reese Patchell thing, I wanted to ask you about that at some stage, so let's yeah. do that now. I like it. I, I like it when we get these guys, I don't care what part of their career, and he's got a really good head on his shoulders. The Crusaders brought in Lee Halfpenny, he's got a bad injury. Um, we've seen in the past Fumi Tanaka, we've seen other players come in. I like it, the little bit of spice and the little bit of pointed difference these sorts of guys make. Where do you stand on it? I'm I'm a bit the same, mate. Look, we're we're in a professional sport. Um, you know, guys moving around, and you know, how many guys go overseas and play the rugby over there? Okay, we don't see a lot of it coming this way, but I think it's been great for the competition. It's great from a from a spectator point of view. Um, we're getting to see some of these guys and uh, coming over, and, and you know, unfortunately, you know, probably Huffman, I really feel for him. Mm. Um, hopefully, we'll see him back later on. But yeah, for Reese Patch, a guy who's played a lot of Test match rugby. Um, and, and Hondas need that at the moment. They need some experience. Um, you know, losing Nuggie's a massive one for them. Um, they've got a couple of really good wee halfbacks. Obviously, Falau Fakatava's going to be around. But, uh, you know, to have someone like Reese come in, and um, and he'll he'll be loving the environment too. It'll be something different for him. He'll love Dunedin. It's always lovely and sunny down there. So he, and even if it's cold, it'll be like home in Wales. He'll be feeling water. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the one cool, a really cool thing about the Hondas, you get you get um, like generational type players who are who embody being a Highlander. And, and I'm thinking of people like Nasi Manu, like Elliot Dixon, yeah. and Aaron Smith. I think in Billy Harmon, you've got one. Yeah, couldn't agree more. He's he's gone down there and just been sensational, isn't he? And uh, you know, Billy's Billy's really embraced being a Hollander and and uh, he's really made Dunedin home or Taya home and and he's a real proud uh Brighton rugby player from Christchurch here and, and he's gone down there and made every post to win. He's he's got himself into the All Blacks set up as well and 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 you know, for him leading the team as well, captain wise, that's that's just very cool. He's uh he's a bloody good footballer, a really top fella as well, and he's and he's made every post I want to be in there and he'll he'll be great for the Hollands because you know what you're getting with him, the guy who works his tail off. He uh he goes all day, he's got a massive engine mm. and um and he leads from the front and it might not necessarily be with words, but it's certainly with his actions and that's what the Hollands have had with the likes of Nassi Manu as well. You know, Nassi didn't talk a lot, but when he did, people listened but they followed him because mm. he worked his bum off and, and that's been the that's been the Hollands ethos for quite a while, just working really hard. They might not have many stars, but they work their bums off and make make teams play rugby for eighty minutes to beat them or or to win. So that's that's one thing they're getting with Billy as well. We had a text from a listener earlier today who went to the game, I think it was in Queenstown, and he saw Jamie Joseph there and he was in deep conversation with Laurie Maines. Um, and I love that. What influence do you think Jamie Joseph will have? Well, just him being around the environment. Um, look, at, uh, no disrespect to, to Dooms or anything like that, but they've got a, a young coaching setup, mm. um, and experience-wise. Um, so, you know, having someone like Jamie around, who's, who's obviously been there, done that, 
um, Virgil on the All Black selection as well, coaching wise. Um, and he's a very passionate Holland, Hollander man, Otago man. So, you know, to have him around, even if it's just a gun. Uh, and I'm sure he's involved in a lot of things down there, but even just for them to come bounce off the years off and, and talk to him. But, and, and also for Jamie around the team. You know, I remember when Tony Gilbert used to just sort of sneak around the team <laughs> and behind um, Jamie and and, uh, and Brownie. So, you know, just having that presence around too, you know, he's just another set of eyes and um, and he'll be invaluable for them. And, and, and let's be honest, mate, it's like anything when there's a guy with a bit of mana walking around, mm. you tend to uh, you tend to not piss around when it comes to training. You get stuck in because you know someone else is watching. Strike power. Uh, out wide where you used to play, you're not lacking. You've touched on Sam Gilder. I think this is, could be a potentially breakout season for him. But likes of uh, John Anareki, Jonah Lowe, you've got Tavatava Nawai. Um, you've got some excitement machines. Yeah, really excited about that part. Um, Tavatava Nawai is, is a particular one that's going to be really exciting. The other one for me is Talia at centre. Um, he started off uh, and shown some real quality, didn't he? Um, mm. and, and a bit of an unknown um, in fairness to him. So hopefully him and Sam Gilbert can get a good midfield combination going and they can give those guys that you mentioned, like Nareki, and, and, and they had a chance out wide. And I think we're going to see the Highlanders team actually, you know, try and move the ball around um, and use all 15 players. Um, you know, they're not a, they're not a forward pack or a big forward pack that's going to beat people up up front. They're going to have to shift the ball around and use that use that pace out wide. Love, great to see Nariki back. He's just an excitement machine every time he gets the ball, and he can create something out of nothing. So uh, that's that's the sort of player you want in the Hollanders, and and um, there'll be a few teams a bit nervous about coming up against them. We've seen a lot of um, all-black departures, which creates opportunities. We've sort of touched on a couple, but there's a couple of players who I think have been nearly players um, to, to sort of the Brody Retallick types. And one of them plays for the Chiefs, Putty Putty Parkinson. Uh, sorry, for the Hollanders, Putty Putty Parkinson, and Manaki Selby Rickett is the one in the Chiefs. And Putty Putty Parkinson has a big opportunity this year. He really does, mate, doesn't he? God, he's a big boy. He's huge. You walk past him there in the change rooms here one day. I went and had a beer after one of the games. and You, know, you walk past him, he's just a big lad. And uh, and he's been around a while too now. Um, he's big and strong. I hope, I, I'm sure he's um, he's going to be fizzing. I've obviously seen a bit of the um, pre-season games. He seems to be getting around the track really well. But his big thing is going to be his organisation up front. You know, line outs. Um, you know, the, the, you, sometimes you just need someone up front in your in your tight five to do the grunt work. And he's the type for me that's just going to have to get in there, do the grunt work, and um, and the other players follow him. So uh, I think he's going to be have to have. A, he he needs a massive season, not only for the Hollanders but for himself as well. And I'm sure he'll be bouncing um, bouncing off the walls to get into it. You've played a lot of rugby. You played, as I mentioned, South Canberra. You played Otago. You played Highlanders. You played over in Scotland. How important... So two things can happen round one. You can win and you can lose. How important yep. is round one? Uh, yeah. yeah. Look, it's not, the, it's not the winning and the losing of the season by any means, but she, it's, uh, it's a great way to get your season kicked off. Um, you know, look at the end of the day, you start losing a few in those first couple of rounds, that, that, that starts putting a wee bit of doubt in there. Mm. Um, but in saying that, you know, teams now, they're, they're pretty confident in, in the way their game plan's set up. And they'll have plans around the way their season's 
built as well. You know, they'll look at teams and games and say, right, we, you know, yes, we want to win every game, but that's not necessarily possible. So we've got to pick this game, pick that game. We've got travel here, we've got days off here. So they they would have planned the year, but that first game, as a player, you want to go out there and get stuck right in that first one and make sure you do get a performance on the track. So, you know, sometimes you can't control the outcome of the game, but you can certainly control your performance and what you can do on the field. So as a player, I think the boys will just be really keen to go out there and, and, and put a good performance on, and the result will hopefully take care of itself as well. Depth of squad, OK, because it's a massive campaign. It's the best part of, what, four or five months, and depth is yeah. always tested. It, and that's the hard part, isn't it? Because, you, you know, there's already teams now, and, and, and look at the Crusaders. They've lost a, lost a few guys. See, today, Paul Jordan's, mm. you know, missing. Um, Lee Halfpenny's missing. You know, that's, that's a real tough start for, for the Crusaders already. So they're, they're getting tested straight away. And, and once again, you know, like, there's only so many in your squad you can use, and then you're starting to get into your backup squad. So... That's always a, a, a real toss of the coin sometimes when it comes to injuries, and she's a pretty brutal, brutal competition, isn't it? You know, there's no easy games, and uh, I think the depth of the squad part and how lucky I suppose the teams are when it comes to injuries that'll be a massive, massive thing. Because you know, I think there was one year the Crusaders used something like 58 players. You know, that's mm-hmm. just that's just crazy, isn't it? So um, that will certainly be a be a, a thing that. I suppose every team has got their fingers crossed and hoping they can get through with as least amount of injuries as they have. And then manage the workload of the players as well. So um, I think that's another big one. And finally, Boff, talking to Brendan Laney, former Highlander. Uh, first game, Highlanders against Moana Pacifica. The out-of-town Scarfies won't be there yet, but I'd imagine the locally domiciled Dunedin Scarfies, they'll be there in force um, <laughs> because it's fantastic when they turn up. <laughs> Right, they'll, they'll be there for sure. Uh, there's probably a few going to go down early just to get there in time. <laughs> <laughs> When's O week kick off? That's usually a rough week. <laughs> oh. No, nah, look, they'll be they'll be a full voice, won't they? And uh, and and you know, look for minor Pacifica too. They'll be really looking forward to getting down under the roof and and getting involved in, in that as well. I think I think the exciting part about the Super Rugby season is you know, there's a bit bigger behind uh, behind everyone's interest. I'm certainly fired up for it. Mm. and uh, I'm really looking forward to watching the teams go. But that, um, that's going to be a, a real tough game for the Hollands first up. Um, and uh, I know they had a bit of a, a run around against Moana Pacific already, but, but different when it comes on, there's points on the uh, points on the go. So uh, I think oh, look, I think the Hollands are, are good enough to win that one, but it's going to be a cracking game. I'm really looking forward to watching it. Well, we're at, at the end of the season, um, is playoffs enough to make you say that it's a good season for the Highlanders, or do you, do you, you hope they can go a bit further? Oh, look, I'd love to see them go further. And, and I would say themselves, they'll sit down, they'll have goals, you know, they'll have they'll have positions they want to finish in. Um, there's a lot of variables to that, isn't there? You know, like I said earlier, with injuries and you know players getting the balance right and winning games away. I think the away games are your big ones. Winning some away games, it certainly helps in the competition. So there's a lot of variables in it, but I think if they can get in there, then it's, it's uh, back to square one again and, and they uh, and they start again once they're in that final. So I think they've certainly looked at that and said that's where we need to be. Mm. And then um, and then after that, it's uh, game by game. But um, 
obviously you've seen the uh, see the targets and product. We no team in this competition has gone in there thinking, um, oh, we just uh, we just want to get through with as many ones as we can. So they'll be on there to win the competition, and that's that's what makes it such a great comp. And finally, Boff, I'm going to say you're not allowed to pick the Highlanders. Let's let's just pretend they're not in the competition. Who do you think who do you think will make the final? Who's the two teams most likely to meet the Highlanders in the final? Well, look, you you, you can't go far from the Crusaders, regardless of who's coaching them this year. Um, they've they've got a record that that um, you know it's going to be very hard for anyone to beat if they ever do. Um, so they will certainly be there or thereabouts. They know how to win games. They know how to win finals. They know how to win tough games. The Chiefs is the other one, isn't it? Mm. They're another team that, you know, they they know how to get in the final. The one for me will be the Blues. I think the Blues will be there or thereabouts too. Um, and it's taking, taking nothing away from the Hurricanes, but I think the Blues... Um, uh, with Vern Cotter, that could be an interesting, an interesting team to come up against. Um, you know, Vern Cotter's a pretty smart operator, and then he'll uh, he'll have his team fizzing when it comes to some of those bigger games. So I'm, I'm, I think I think personally, the Chiefs and the Crusaders would be hard to not put somewhere in the final at the end. Mm. Awesome, Brendan Loney. Awesome to chat, buddy. Champion, awesome, Stevie. You're a champ. See you, mate. There he is, Brendan Loney, uh, great Highlander man himself. Uh, there, of course, their first game, 7 o'clock Saturday night. Get there. It's close to the best stadium to watch rugby in in New Zealand. I would say the atmosphere is incredible. They really do serve it up to their fans. And one of their fans has called through, so why not? Dean and Dunedin. Dino. How you going, Steph? All right? Good, buddy. It's not one of, it's the best stadium in New Zealand to watch rugby. Well, they haven't built one in Christchurch yet, mm. so it's the best. Without, without, you, can, you can hear the noise. Yeah. But I'm sitting there listening to Brendan A, and like, they're so nice, these buggers. Eh? The Highlanders have put 50 around. Pacific is rubbish. They are rubbish. Tan Umanga is, nah. I just can't see them doing anything, even under a roof. They'll play Bull Rush, they'll get shut down. But 41 bucks. And I'm not a Hollander supporter, as you know. I'd rather support the Crusaders. There's more Southland to play for them. But 41 bucks, Hollander's Chiefs, is great money to meet in the final. Oh, that's where you go. $10 just for hell of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so oh. I, don't, I don't know. But, and as for the Blues, nah. No, I can't see I can't see them doing it. I watched, that, I watched the half of that preseason game. And, like, honestly, Steph, like, rugby... It's getting harder and harder and harder to watch. And remember last year, before it started, or halfway through the season last year, Wayne Smith rang up and said that he actually changed the channel. Like, we've, we've got to do something, but it's not going to change because England want it slow, and the only way it can be slow is keep the defences five metres. I harped on about it last year. They need to go back to when I played you 10 metres apart. Yeah. Like 20 metres apart. So you can do skip two, skip three, and you can actually use your fullback. But that's another question, isn't it? I rang Daddy this morning. Like, surely Sean Stevenson's going to get that 15 jersey. I don't want to see Pirafita put into 15. Let him be reserved to Damien. Yeah. Or let Damien be reserved to him. It's in the 10 shirt. Let's put players this year, please, Razor, in their chosen jersey. And I wonder what you're out for. And I jumped on him when the TAB first put the odds out for top choice scores. I thought he'd take Leicester's position. Mark, Matt Springer. 41 bucks, he was as well. Now he's into 10. So I'm pleased I got him at 41 because he'll go very close. He'll get plenty of game time and he's going to be, he'll be an all black without a doubt.
and he's at the right place to make him an All Black. So interesting, but I don't know that the Crusaders will go quite so good this year. Chiefs for me. Mm. I I'll put my money on the Chiefs to win it. Highlanders at 41 bucks. It might even be 61 bucks. I can't remember what it was, but it, I looked at it this morning and put some money on it. So that was my roughy. And I'll just sit back and enjoy it because I know Ray's you just listen to him on the TV, and he's not out there that, you know, as much as I'd love to see him, but he just says the wrong things. Like, you, you see, I don't know what they call them, podcasts or TikTok, whatever it is. I don't know where I see his stuff, but I sit down and listen to it, and he motivates me. Yeah. And I don't even want to be motivated to that. I'm yeah. quite happy to sit and watch. Yeah. But he makes me want to put my boots back on, and I'm 50 bloody seven. <laughs> so that's not going to do anyone any good, but that's what he does. And yeah. you look at the, the first interview he did on TV, you could just see the body language of the players was 100% better than when they were under the muck that we had last year. Mm. So I just can't wait. Mm. And we'll smash the Springboks. They'll absolutely smash them. Got... Oh, just, just dropped. Sorry, Dino. Sorry, Dino. Um, but yeah, I love his passion for the Highlanders and for rugby in general. As he, it's dropped off. It's got a big line through it. Anyway, very quickly, John in Auckland. G'day, John. Oh, it's always good to hear Dino himself. It is down there in the deep south. Um, just quickly on the Highlanders, their three preseason games, man, they played good footy. Mm. I don't, I know it's only preseason footy, but the way um, even you can see that Jamie Joseph has come back in in terms of the defensive structure, eh? Yeah, and that's why I think the Highlanders are going to be uh, probably there or thereabouts. I'd say top six definitely, especially with Jamie Joseph at the helm, just helping out just suggesting things. He's not coaching the team. He's just an advisor kind of kind of role. But they're looking good, mate. I think they'll beat Pacifica by 30, 40 points and um, they'll give the Hurricanes, the Blues and the Chiefs and, and the Crusaders a good go as well. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. It is very exciting. Uh, and I'll tell you what, just before I go, the best stadium in the world to watch rugby is Okara Park in Whangarei, mate. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Good on you, buddy. There's John from Auckland. We'll be back shortly. With all the latest news and insights into the Highlanders, this Super Rugby Pacific campaign, this is Super South on Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Yeah, Super South about the Highlanders. Now, when the Super Rugby launch was done in Auckland and all 12 captains were there, Ricardo Ball from SENZ caught up with Billy Harmon. Billy Harmon with us, the uh, captain of the Highlanders. And, mate, they must feel pretty good after that big win over the Canes on the weekend. A bit of belief in the squad? Yeah, um, you know, that was awesome, actually. Uh, I think we probably weren't expecting uh, that score, but, you know, we won't really hold too tight onto that. But uh, what we will um, sort of hold on to is, you know, we come up with a really clear plan of how we wanted to play. And, you know, all the boys put their hand up and, you know, nailed their role and, you know, I think that's that's what's awesome about this year so far is that uh, we have a really clear plan, really simple, but uh, it's just about boys just doing their job and that's what they've been doing. I know Clark's the head coach, but you've got Jamie around the scene as well. He's got a lot of experience. Has he been involved very much on the on the, on the the grass? Yeah, him and uh, Dermo, they've done an awesome job of sort of setting up our year, setting up our environment. Um, and, you know, a lot of that's just based around, you know, working hard. You know, we've got a lot of young guys in, um, and they're just keen. They're keen to work hard. They're keen to be at their best. And, 
you know, whatever they can do for the jersey. So it's been an awesome energy to be around. Now, uh, Reese Patchell, the man you call SPF 100, I'd be pretty happy that he gets to play under a roof. <laughs> yeah, old Patch, he's been, uh, been lathered up in the uh, sunscreen since he's been here. Um, but he's been awesome. You know, the boys get around him. You know, he's, he's got so much knowledge of the game. Like, he just genuinely loves chatting about the game and uh, obviously brings a, a different experience, played uh, different styles of rugby than, than we would have ever seen in New Zealand. So, uh, handy to have on. Yeah, 100%, mate. And you, a big challenge this weekend, of course. I know it's pre-season, but when it's the Crusaders, you always want to get that win, don't you? Uh, yeah, the boys won't be holding back anything, that's for sure. Um, you know, and Methven, of all places, how good. Um, exciting to take those sort of games out, um, out into the community. So, um, yeah, we'll be excited by that challenge and hopefully set ourselves up for the year. Indeed, mate. Well, hey, listen, best of luck. Hope it goes well. Uh, hope you knock over that red and black this weekend and good luck for the season, eh? Awesome. Thanks, mate. And they did knock over the red and black, 41-14. Um, so good start for the preseason for the Highlanders. Big season's coming up. Um, good strike power out wide, as I mentioned. Captained by, I think, a very, very good player in Billy Harmon. Um, very excited for them. And uh, someone's just texted through saying the Dunedin students are already there. My son went in the weekend. It's O-Week right now, and it includes Highlander tickets. Yeah, part of O-Week, I think, is, well, when I used to go down, I think they they designated three games through the season for the students, and they they got them for free. I think free is part of their welcoming pack. And the games when the students are in the zoo are awesome, and it is a fantastic viewing stadium. If you've never been to Forsyth Park, get yourself there at some stage. Make it a roadie. It's fantastic. So that is Super South. We're going Chiefs Mana next. We're going to link up with Steve Gordon. That'll be right after this.